shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. If opportunity doesn't knock, fill the door. Said by Milton Burrell. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice. Right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. From Cynthia Bryant, producer of Express Yourself and Star Style Productions, we bring this program to the airwaves as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. I'm Dia Hijivali, and I'm one of your co-hosts for today's show. Be The Star You Are wants to thank everyone who has volunteered and supported BTSYA over the years. We are thrilled to be serving the world. If you'd like to help us celebrate being a top nonprofit with a donation, please visit www.btsya.org. Every dollar counts, and we will be using the funds for our outreach program. And I'm Nahal. And make sure to listen to Express Yourself wherever you listen to your radio or music. iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and more. We broadcast from the Empowerment Channel on Voice America Radio, the largest radio network in the world. We have an amazing show today planned all about entrepreneurship. In segment two, Nihal and I will be interviewing breakout indie pop recording artist Graciela. In segment three, Nihal will also be doing a segment on entrepreneurship. And right now, I will be giving a teen's guide to entrepreneurship. Hi, it's Dia, back with another episode of Silver Lining. Keeping with our theme of entrepreneurship, I'm doing a segment on a teen's guide to entrepreneurship. So, Dia, what are some benefits of becoming an entrepreneur as a teen? That's a good question. There's a wide range of benefits you can get from being an entrepreneur as a teen. The first one is you're going to get a lot better at your problem-solving critical thinking skills. This is a skill that is going to be used in all aspects of your life, throughout high school, college, your workplace, and even your social life. The second main benefit is it really pushes you out of your comfort zone. You have to go up and approach new people. You have to constantly promote your business. And all of this will be a bit difficult at first, but anything difficult is worth having. And with this, you'll realize that you have a lot of boosted confidence and this will change your whole life. The third main benefit of being an entrepreneur as a teen is you're going to be developing skills you need for your career ahead of you. 
Entrepreneurships develop so many different skills, and the fact that you're doing it as a teenager means you have your whole life to use these skills. The fourth benefit is it adds a lot to your resume. So let's say you're applying for an internship during the summer. Showing that you've already started your own business or entrepreneurial venture really shows a lot of displays that a lot of job people are looking for. And it also makes you a better candidate for colleges because colleges love seeing entrepreneurships within students. And the fifth benefit is if your business succeeds, you could end up actually making money and scaling your business, which is always great. Yeah, I think those are great benefits that a teen as an entrepreneur can make, especially with like the problem solving thinking skills and they're, they're going to eventually use those skills in their career or college. So what are some ways teens can become entrepreneurs? That's a great question. If you look, there are many different ways where teens can become entrepreneurs. The first way is you could start a club at your school. For example, I've loved doing speech my whole life, and I was really sad when I went to high school when my school did not have a speech club because it felt like almost every single high school had one. So I was really shy freshman year, but after sophomore year, I decided that I wanted to make it happen. So I um, made a write-up of the things. I got a few of my friends to be officers, and I proposed it to my school office. They approved the club, and then I just worked on getting members and it's been going really well so far and soon it's it actually is going to be ex expanded into a program where they're going to hire a coach and now it's more about the budget of it so it just shows how something that's a very small idea in your head could actually grow into something really big and starting a club at your school is a great way to share an interest with your classmates another way a teen can become an entrepreneur is you can do a summer course or program on entrepreneurships. There's two ways you can go about this. The first one is you can take classes online like on Coursera or at a community college that kind of give you information about entrepreneurships. And the second way you can do this is actually by being in a summer course. A lot of universities offer summer programs where teens can work together with other students and create businesses. An example is a summer program I did my sophomore, the end of my sophomore year of high school during the summer, and we made a teens finance website application that kind of helps teenagers become financially independent, and it was called Dinero. The third, ex third way you can become an entrepreneur is a nonprofit initiative. So there are... Um, there are many different ways you can start a nonprofit. The main thing that I would say is pick a cause that you're really passionate about. And for me, what I was always really passionate about is safety, especially for women. And that's why I developed my nonprofit, Keep Me Safe. And you can form a team with other people and then you plan out the events you're gonna do, or you can either raise funds. And it's just a really great way to give back to your community and actually work towards something you're passionate about. Another example is something I did freshman year with my friends, which was FAM, which was basically um, called Fosters and Mentors is what FAM stand for. And you basically um, kind of mentor foster kids that are, are looking for like mentors to help them with tutoring um, and also just general life skills, like kind of like a high school mentor when they're a baby 
younger. And this is also a really great way to give back to your community. The fourth way is very simple, but it's just to do a bake sale. So this is can be gone about different ways. So you could do a bake sale or really just sell anything. Um, and you can go to like a popular place where a lot of people are. This could be in front of a grocery store or like at a school event. And the funds you use from the bake sale could either be used to fund your entrepreneurial venture or it can be donated to charity. So it's like a nonprofit initiative. My fifth advice is you can also make a business on whatever skill you have. Let's say you really love to crochet. You can set up your own crochet pop on Depop or Etsy, which is a really, really simple way to just get started. And you won't have to worry about a lot of the logistics and you can mainly focus on the craft at hand. And Shopify is also great for e-commerce. And this is, goes back to my point where even if you aren't skilled at something, you can still be an entrepreneur and make money in your own way. An example is Depop. So for example, I use Depop to sell a lot of my older clothes, which really takes little to no effort, but it is a great way to show entrepreneurial spirit. My sixth method is also to, if you aren't really in the, into starting a club, you can always join a club. For example, there's a club called DECA at my school, which is really well established and you can attend conferences. And it's also a really great way to, where I like learned a lot about business my freshman and sophomore year of high school. Yeah, I think those are some great ways that teens can become entrepreneurs, especially with like starting your own club or kind of making like your passion, like a nonprofit initiative, or like even like you said, kind of doing simple things like selling your old clothes on deep pop which i think are great like simple ways that teens can become an entrepreneur without having you know to do like these courses or classes for it so do you have any advice for aspiring teens entrepreneurs yes i do so the first one would be to just make a business plan outlining the mission statement of what exactly you're trying to accomplish preliminary goals etc and this is really important because first you're going to be kind of condensing what exactly you want so you'll better be able to understand your business and when you're more able to understand what exactly you're trying to do it's way easier to pitch it to people who you can either try to get investments or you can just pitch it to people who would like to join your business initiative or pitch it to customers so this business plan is one of the most important steps at least in my opinion the second one is to rely on word of mouth and social media marketing those two, in my previous experience, I've found to be the most reliable. And if you don't really believe me on that, just think about your own life. At least for me, most of the products that I find are either through word of mouth, which are things that my friends recommend, or things I find that influencers I really like recommend to me. So those are the two main forms of marketing that can really help grow and scale your business. My third advice is to go to public places to promote your business. Knocking door to door on neighbors doors, in my opinion, is not the most effective way to go about it. But there are places where you can reach a mass audience, which are farmers market in your school outside a large store. And these are really great places to give your business a head start. My fourth piece of advice is to do what I call a slim start, which means spend as little money as possible. 
It is possible to get your business up and running without spending a crazy amount of money. And in my opinion, it's the best way because you have to make sure your customers actually like your business before you invest a lot of money into it. And that goes back to my next point that if you find that your business has disappointing returns, not as many people are buying your product as you want to, it's not really a bad thing because it just means that you're one step closer to a product your customers will actually like. So do a lot of market research and figure out what exactly they didn't like about it, make those improvements, and just basically never give up in this whole process. My fifth advice is this quote that I found. So as a CEO, you're your company's biggest cheerleader, publicist, salesperson, and marketer. So you need to take advantage of every networking opportunity to progress your company further. I think that this quote really condenses into a sentence what it really means to be an entrepreneur and a CEO. It's not just managing the people who are working for your business. You yourself have to be the person who's marketing it constantly. An example is um, when I just went on a trip in the cab to the airport, there was an Uber driver who was talking about how she kind of felt like unsafe, especially like driving in the morning. And I thought that was the perfect time to introduce her to my app, Keep Me Safe, and she really appreciated it. So it kind of goes to show that there are people who would be like to use your product everywhere. As long as you keep an eye out for that and you're constantly promoting it is what will really help it grow. The sixth part is to go to speak at events for networking. So this is really difficult, especially if you are like not like not really a big public speaker. But my advice for this is just to prepare a lot and just think about it as an opportunity. So this is something that you're doing outside of school. So it's not like you're going to get a bad grade if you mess up. But if you do well, then you can get your business heard. You can make your voice heard and you can get a lot more customers. And that's kind of a good way to look at it so you're not as like stressed out about it. My next piece of advice is to focus on the important aspects of your business. There are some aspects of your business that are just not as important at least when you're first getting started. So set monthly goals on just at least one or two parts of your business that you really want to make better. For example, if you're doing a clothing store, maybe you really want to focus on fast shipping and sustainable products. I would focus on only those two things and then later the next month focus on influencer marketing or just growing your social media presence. But if you're kind of evenly focus on 10 different things, it's not going to be as effective as having laser focus on two or three different aspects. And once you really get those down, move to the next next part of your business. My eighth, um, my eighth advice is to form valuable partnerships with similar companies. So technically, these are your competition. But if there's something that is in your niche, let's say you're a clothing brand, and you want to work with a jewelry company. You do have the same target audience, but you're not direct competitors, which makes for a really good partnership and you can have some sort of deal with the customers. I'll encourage them to buy your product. Let's say um, you can do a bundle of one piece of jewelry and one piece of clothing for a discount. That's a great way of forming a partnership while still benefiting your company. My ninth advice is to set small goals and large goals to stay motivated. So 
goals are really important and it actually gives you something to strive towards and be focused towards and having both small goals and large goals are really what will keep you going throughout this whole process. And my 10th piece of advice is something that everyone says, but it's really true and it's to just not let failure stop you because as I said before, it'll just make you one step closer to the actual solution. Wow, I think that's great advice for you know, teens that are aspiring to be entrepreneurs. Well, thank you so much, Dia. I loved our conversation today. Unfortunately, we're out of time for this segment. Please show your love for more segments by donating on btsya.org. Keep listening for Dia and I. We'll be having a conversation with Grace Ciela in the next segment. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality the positive message outreach program of be the star you are charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on express yourself teen radio visit express yourself teen radio.com for information that's express yourself teen radio.com Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens.
yourself. In this segment, Nihal and I will be interviewing a budding 14-year-old vocalist, Graciela. Dreams begin early for most everyone, but it takes passion, belief, and determination to turn a dream into a reality. And Graciela is not almost everyone. Gracie is a visionary who possesses natural talent and a drive that is far beyond her years. Her insightful perspective and heart are qualities that will set her apart in her journey to achieve her goal. The 14-year-old military daughter has spent her childhood dividing time between the family's homes, spending the school year at the farm in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and summer break and holidays in Destin, Florida. Grassi has developed a genuine appreciation for both cultures and a varied lifestyle has shaped her breadth of fresh air outlook. A blossoming artist with a desire to portray emotion with verve. Graciela's personal introspect is deeply contemplative and conversely complemented by her energetic and sassy personality. The combination makes for a musical expression all her own and a wide open canvas to dream big and seize the day. Welcome, Graciela, to the radio show. We're so excited to have you. Hi, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So we're so excited to have you on too. So the first question I wanted to ask is if you could tell us a bit about yourself, your family and your lifestyle and what inspired you to become a recording artist. Yeah, no problem. My name is Graciela. I just turned 14 on July 6th, so it was pretty recent. Um, I come from a military family. I'm very fortunate to be able to travel. Um, I spend my time in Pennsylvania and in Florida. And I started playing piano when I was about five or six. And I started singing when I was about nine. And I put two and two together, and I haven't stopped since. Wow, that's great. Um, I think that, you know, it's kind of good that you, from I guess from an early age, really liked to sing and all that. And so what kind of recording artists, talents or like careers or like even singers do you like admire and why do you admire them? I think the first person who I really looked up to was Freddie Mercury. 
he was one of my biggest inspirations and part of the reason why I started playing piano and singing. Um, I actually performed Bohemian Rhapsody um, at my fifth grade talent show. It was my first performance. And I just, I love his stage presence. And I, my goal one day is just to be like a little bit as good as he was. Yeah, I also love Freddie Mercury and I love the move, watching the movie he was in. And I also think he has such great music and is honestly just like such a cool singer. So yeah, I'm really glad that that was such a good inspiration. Yeah, I, I, I'm a, a big um, old time. I love all the old bands. And I also love the new music, though, because there's a lot of good artists out right now and a lot of good music. Yes, I agree. So um, my next question is, what was the quote unquote light bulb moment when you realized that you wanted to pursue your music career? Um, I would say there wasn't really a, like a light bulb moment where like I was like, oh, I want to do music. I think it's always kind of been there, whether it was just watching the Grammys or just singing in the shower, playing my piano and writing music. I feel like music has always been a part of my life. And I've kind of always known I I love to, I love to do it and I want to pursue it. So in the end, I don't think there was a specific moment where I was like, oh, I I want to do music. It's kind of always always been a part of me. Yeah, and I think that's great. And you know, kind of being like a future artist or like pursuing Korean music, that it's kind of always like been with you, and you've kind of I guess loved doing it. Whether like you know, like you said, singing in the shower or playing the piano. And another question I had was, you're approaching just 14 years old. Has, like, your age been a hurdle at all when you were, like, launching or trying to pursue a career in music? I don't think I don't think it's been that uh, much of a deal. You know, I, I think that, I mean, yeah, I'm really young and everything, but I know that I love doing it. And so I don't think that it's been a problem or anything my age has stopped me because I also think people it's people think that you have to be like an adult or something to know what you want to do. But I honestly think that it doesn't matter the age you are. If you know what you want to do and you, you love doing it, then you should go for it. And that's why I hope one day that I could be an inspiration for young kids because I am 14 and I'm, you know, writing music and I get, I'm so thankful that I get the opportunity to do all of this. And so I just, I really want to be um, a role model to kids to show them, you know, it doesn't matter the age, you know, go for it, whether it's music or a sport or whatever the case is, I think that you should go for it. And, you know, yes, I totally agree with that. I think that your age isn't as much of a factor. And the main thing that will allow you to accomplish your goals and honestly, anything you do is just the fact that you have a desire to accomplish them. Yeah, and I want to do it. Yes, exactly. So I think that that's great that already at this age, you already know what you want to do and you're already working towards it. So I saw that you live in two different places, I think Pennsylvania and Florida. So kind of like, how is it like living like two different places and kind of moving each year? It's it's really great because I get to see the seasons and the snow in Pennsylvania and then you get to Florida and you, you the only snow th like like you see is the sand. 
And it's it's like the best of both worlds, like from Hannah Montana. <laughs> but <laughs> I I'm really fortunate to be able to travel and to grow up in two different places. And I just it's really is uh, it's like a dream. Yeah, and I I think that I think that's kind of I guess it could be hard at times, but I also think like like you said, you kind of found the good in it that you kind of liked about you like living in both places and you kind of made the best out of it. And so another question I had was like, was it is it hard to like kind of guess pursue music or was it like easy for you to pursue music along like with your family or like how has your family been with kind of seeing you kind of I guess pursue a career in music? I think I wouldn't have been able to do anything or get to the point I am without my family. I love them so much and they've always been behind me, my biggest supporters. And so I I owe everything to them and how, you know, they're the ones who started me in music. And um, I think, I also think it's really important, you know, to have a good support system behind you. And so I think that's a big part of, you know, doing what you love. Yes, I totally agree. I think having a family that really encourages you is something that's super important. And yeah, that totally makes sense. So my next question is, what makes you confident in your decision to pursue your music career? And what is important that you have in place to do so? Um, I'm I would say I'm confident in my music career because I love doing it. And I think you have to be able to want to do it. You know, you have to have that drive in anything you do. And I love performing. I love making music. And so I'm definitely going to continue to do it. And I, you know, I think you got to really work hard. Nothing's really handed to you, you know. I I practice all the time. I do at least one hour a day of piano and voice, and I have lessons. And so I think, you know, I really, I think I, in the end I work hard for it. And so I hopefully, hopefully it works out in the end. Yeah, and I think that it it will work out in the end because, you know, you're putting all that hard work into it. And like my parents always say to me, they say when you put in that hard work, good results will always come. And I know, I, like another question I kind of had was, how is it, I guess, in a way, kind of being an entrepreneur? Like, how is it working with like a manager, like an agent or like, I guess, other things? On Like, how is it being like an entrepreneur or I guess I know you're like a singer, but how is that kind of like in a way working with the manager or an agent? How is like how is that? Yeah, I think it's it's all it was it's all really new to me. And at first it it was kind of intimidating, you know, with all these big people and all these people that know what they're doing and professionals. But I I really enjoy working with people who also share the a love for music. And they're just, they're really helpful, you know, with people that just, you know, the recording studio people and managers and producers. It's just, it's a really great, you know, it's a really great team of people. I think that that makes a lot of sense because I feel like having people who are like really professional and have done this 
their whole like as a career it makes it a lot easier to get like a good yeah. head start and they're really good mentors as well so would you say it was hard to find like your agents and all these like professional people you work with um my mom did a lot of that so i again i thank her for that uh, you know, it's it's all about, I guess, in the industry connections, you know, someone who you knows someone. So but my mom, definitely, she was the one who did all that. Yeah. And I, I think that, like you kind of said before, that your family was supporting. I think that's really great that she also helped you with, um, you know, finding the professionals and the managers and all that. And. I've always kind of wondered, like, what it's like to record in, like, a studio. Can you kind of tell us about that? It's a really, it's a, it's a great experience, I think. It's huge at first, and it might seem a little scare, scary, because I was a little, I was a little nervous at first, my first time going into one. But I think after you get into the mood and in the area and you get to know it and the people, it's, I think it's just the same as singing in your bedroom or singing by yourself. You just got to get into, I guess, whatever, you, you know, your mood of singing. And I think it's a great experience. Yeah, I agree. I think that that makes a lot of sense because, and honestly, like this applies to even like giving speeches or anything. It's always just good to pretend that you're talking to a friend, you're singing in front of a friend, or you're just singing like to yourself in the mirror. I think that makes like kind of scary situations. It makes it seem a lot better. Yeah. And it also helps you feel like more relaxed, which is what gives the best results. Yeah, I just so. kind of close my eyes and take a deep breath and just picture I'm in uh, by myself and, you know, it works out. Yeah, exactly. So what would you say is the most important advice that you would give to someone who wishes to pursue a music career? I would say to work hard for it because the more you work and the more you practice and the more you have a passion for it, the better the outcome will be. Because you can't just you can't just want something without working for it. So I and I also think that anything's possible. And if you have a dream and you think that it you know it can't happen, I think that's all the more reason to try to make it happen. Yeah, and I I think it's kind of really important that um, that like you know like you kind of said that if you want something you kind of like go get it and work for it and. Another question that I've had, I, I kind of have, is that you you said before that um, that you might you might phrase it kind of like you have indicated that you have siblings who struggle with disabilities, and you kind of like aspire to be like a role model for them, or like a role model for like others that have that have been disadvantaged. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, my brother has autism, and I've grown up on sports teams with uh, kids who have disabilities. So I've been around um, kids with disabilities my entire life. And I just, I love seeing them go after and chase their dreams. And, you know, they get to play baseball and little things like that. And I've helped them. So it it's really, I think that's helped me a lot with my music because 
it's it shows me that if they can go after and they can you know do what they love and i i can too and i want to be i would love to be a role model for them and show them that that anything's possible and that you can do anything you put your mind to and then you know dream on yes i think that's a really good message because um seeing people with disabilities is really inspiring because the fact that they're also like so hardworking and whatever they're passionate about is just a really great example for people um, for people who are just really blessed. So I think that that's a really good message you have. Yeah. So thank you. yeah, of course. So, um, what would you say is your favorite moment in your singing career so far? Um, I would say finally finishing um, my EP and my single and being able to hear the finished product because I know that all the work that went into it and all the time and everything and it's just it really is a great feeling to know that all of your work paid off and just to hear my music and stuff it really does it it makes me want to do more and I also, I would also say being able to perform and seeing people's reactions and, and being able to play for people, that's really, I, it's really one of the main reasons why I do it. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, that's, that's kind of great that like you kind of, you're seeing all the hard work that you were doing kind of be finished and you're finally like listening to it. And I think that's really cool. And Another question I had was, uh, what was like your inspiration for your single Seize the Day? And did you write the lyrics for it? Um, my producer, Brian Cole, he actually wrote the song for me. And my inspiration was I wanted an, an upbeat song that people can dance to. And I, I kind of wanted something along the lines that Lady Gaga or someone like that would sing. Um, something, you know, fun and I don't, like you could hear at a party or something. And I love the message sees a day because, again, it goes along with go out there and you only live once. So you got to do what you love and work for it. Yes, that's so true. And I also love that message, like Car Carpe Diem, I think, like sees the day. And yeah, you only live once because it's so true that life is actually way shorter than you think it is so I think it's really important to just go after like the stuff that's important to you mm -hmm. so we understand that you are a candidate and participant in the pony princess celebration so can you tell us more about the event and like what the process is and why being a pony princess is important to you yeah, no problem. So the Pony League World Series is where a bunch of young men come together and compete um, playing baseball for the title of the Pony League World Series champion. And the Pony Princess is where a bunch of young women get to come together and they get to sell 50-50, they get to talk to the crowd, the people, and at the end, they get to, they pick um, a pony princess. And it's important to me because this event is actually held in my hometown, my little town out of all the places. And so I've, I went there every year and I've seen it. So, and I'm eligible 
because I'm the age now that I can try out. So I decided that I, I really want to do it. So that's why. And I also get to perform at this place. I had the honor. I I'm so excited. I get to perform. Uh, one of the songs is actually Seeds of Day. And I'm able to perform in August at this event. So it's, it's you know, double excitement. Well, that's great. And I kind of, I wish you the best of luck when you go uh, singing that, when you go there, sing that for that celebration. And we're all, we're rooting for you. And Another question I kind of had was, so we know that your new single sees a date. What kind of like was the storyline to it and what kind, what can like the listeners expect to hear like musically or vocally or like, I guess, production wise? Um, well, seize the day. It's basically about seizing the day, you know, going after it. And again, like I said, you only live once. So, you know, why not? And the song it's one of those songs, in my opinion, that, you you know, it's like those two, that tune that you get stuck in your head, like an earworm, and you, um, you can't get it out. And it's kind of like trance music and pop and something you dance to. So that's what I'd, that's what I'd say you can expect from listening to it. Yeah, that sounds like a really great song and I really love the inspiration behind it and I listen to it and I really like it so um we loved having you on the show so congratulations on having your new debut single seize the day so unfortunately we are out of time for this segment but please show more love for your segments by donating on btsya.org keep listening for more as we have a new reporter on our show next um yeah of course we loved having you so do you have a website that you would like to promote yes i do i'd like to say thank you so much for having me on here and i have my website is graciellamusic.com you can find me and all my stuff and links to my single and everything on there i also have instagram it's graciellamusicofficial and my new single, Seize the Day, will be released worldwide on July 16th. Uh, you can find it on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you can find music. So I really hope you guys like it. And I'm excited to hear what everyone says. And yeah, I just wanted to say thank you so much. And I congratulations again on your new single. And I wish you best of luck in the Pony Printer Celebration and in your future of your music career. And I really wanted to say, I really loved your song, Seize the Day. I listened to it and I, it was a great song. Thank you, I appreciate that so much. Thank you. If you are ready to be inspired, energized and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel 
Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hello and welcome back to Express Yourself. Today's show is all about entrepreneurship, where Nihal will talk about the lessons of entrepreneurship. Take it away, Nihal. So I would like to start off this segment by saying one of my favorite motivational poems of being an entrepreneur. It's called The Lessons of Entrepreneurship. If you want to taste the true value of success, become an entrepreneur. Life is all about entrepreneurship in whatever way you want to look at it. In as much as you are providing the services that meet people's need, you are an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurship should not be seen as all about making money, but a passion for service that creates wealth. And in starting out as an entrepreneur, do not have the notion that it takes a lot of money to get started. What you need is an idea and the determination to succeed while creating services that would provide a solution to the client's needs. And in becoming an entrepreneur, apart from your idea, you need to learn the required skills tailored towards your area of specialization. And when you build the need skill required, the experience will set in which way is very vital to your growth as an entrepreneur. Age limit for an entrepreneur should never be a barrier. But if you start at a younger age, you have more of the time to build up the business and gain valuable experiences along the way as the businesses grow. The ability to foresee and withstand the risk factor that is involved in growing a business would be an added advantage in starting early. But where you begin to learn the process in a much older age, that for sure can never be seen as welcoming a development. Though we have a saying that says, when an elder sees while still stilling, the young ones might not see while still standing. But in business, you need to experience that is developed over the years to determine the risk factor involved. And you just need to take the risk to grow a business, which without there can never be any progress in as much as becoming an entrepreneur, having no age limit. But in all you need is a passion to create services that will enable you to follow a pathway to success. Entrepreneurship is the ability to run and organize a business and make a profit, even if you face obstacles on the way. An entrepreneur is defined as a person who has a drive to establish a business and they can run and venture along with the risk. Some ways that a teen can be an entrepreneur is being like a tutor or a coach for a little league team 
And another way a teen can be an entrepreneur is being a babysitter, a dog walker, a small batch baker, a photographer, or even make your passion into a business, whether that may be robotics, could be art, it could be anything that you love doing. Yeah, those are some really great ways a teen can become an entrepreneur. So my next question is, what exactly makes a good entrepreneur? To be a good entrepreneur, you have to have discipline, flexibility, good organization skills, and be able to take risks. An entrepreneur involves losing some things that are valuable to you to gain some even more something else that's valuable. My grandpa always says when he first started his almond business, he lost a ton of money, but he realized that the and in the end, he'll make more than he lost. And he says that he's glad that he was able to take those risks because if he didn't, he wouldn't have the business that he has today. That's very true. Entrepreneurship is all about taking risks. And I agree that even though it's like hard, it's definitely worth it in the end. So my next question is, what is the importance of entrepreneurship? The importance of entrepreneurship can be to create more job opportunities for yourself and others or increase your standard of living because oftentimes when a person's business takes off, it generates that person a lot of money while they may not even be working, they can have people working for them that generates their money. But in the in the beginning of it, you have to be able to take that risk of or have that mindset that you may not see the outcome or the result, good results the first time around, but you will be able to see it later on. And the best type of entrepreneurship that I have seen and that I have researched about is scalable startup entrepreneurship because people that use scalable startup entrepreneurship, they know that their business can take off and they also attract many investors that have a lot of money and they know that it can help their business take off. And being able to run a scalable startup entrepreneurship, you need to also be very good at technology because along with the growing rate of advanced technology nowadays, it's hard to keep up with everything new that's coming out. And with the scalable startup entrepreneurship, you want to have as much of that advanced technology that you can because it helps your business succeed and it helps you feel more professional and people also look up to you if you have technology that they don't have. And I know being a teen entrepreneur can be very hard and some challenges you can face are that it's always an uphill battle. People may not trust you because you're young and you can't do the job well, or you may, you may run into people that will question your experience and knowledge. And that's when it's important to show them that you are hardworking and willing to do the best job possible. And there are and always will be many successful teen entrepreneurs. And the earlier, earlier you start, the better, because more time working as an entrepreneur means more money. Unfortunately, we are out of time for today's show. As always, we express our gratitude to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryant, and Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Empowerment crew, especially our voice engineer, Josh. Thank you to our guests from across the world, and a huge thank you to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. Be an entrepreneur and seize the day. And always remember to speak up, speak out, and express yourself. 
Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself.